is Alicia Christian, and welcome to the Eating Me Podcast. Hey guys, it's Leash, and welcome to another episode of Car Confessions. You know, I'm actually, I'm out of breath, as you can hear, <laughs> but I'm actually, um, on vacation with my family, and but I was like, I still got to see what my peeps are up to, up to and let y'all know that I'm still out here doing my thing. We are on vacation. My family came to New York, and we're having an amazing time in the Hamptons. We decided to rent a house in the Hamptons and just chill out, and it's been amazing so far. We went to the beach, and actually today's my daughter's birthday, and we're having a barbecue, and everyone's just winding down now and getting ourselves together for the barbecue. But like I said, I wanted to just come on and just see how y'all are doing and just let you, like I said, let you know how I'm doing. But it's wild. Like I said, today's my my daughter's birthday. She just turned 16 and it's, it's crazy. It's crazy that 16 years have passed um, with this amazing human. She's such a great kid. She... Has she and I have just kind of like done our thing together for so long? It's we've been kind of like a tag team um, because at one at one point I was just you know by myself, single mom, and just trying to figure all this stuff out. And um, obviously, for those that know, I'm married now, and you know there's more help, and so it's now to see 16 years pass and all the things that have happened in the 16 years. It's just been an amazing ride with her and just experiencing life with someone and trying to figure out life with someone else. You know, it's like, I think a lot of parents don't think about that. It's like, I am living this life with another person. I'm still trying to figure out life and I'm trying to navigate, you know, their little life as well. And hopefully, you know, guide them in ways that's going to be you know, empowering and allowing them to grow into their individual self. So it's it's wild. And it's crazy how, like, as a parent, you just don't think about all those things. Like, you just constantly, or not as a parent, before you were a parent, you don't think about all that. Or maybe you do. Maybe some people do. Maybe it was just me that was just out here meandering. But to really be responsible for another individual, that was... Something I really didn't understand until it happened, right? And everyone has, you know, all these things. Well, if I had a child or if that was my child, I would do this, 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 and this. And But then I had a child and I was like, mm, I said so many things before. And now that I have this child, it's like, oh, okay. So all the things that I said before, some of them I can implement. And some is like, scratch that. And so... <laughs> I think one thing I've learned in this past 16 years of raising my daughter is that everybody's journey as a parent is different. And my journey and the way that I raise my child is not going to be the same way as you do, you know, your raising of your children or child or whatever. And the hope is that, you know, you're doing the things to help that child to grow and just be who they're meant to be in this life, be that guide for them. But everybody can't do it the same and you shouldn't do it the same because every person is different. 
And I think at least for myself and for other people that I've known, we always just try to follow what our parents have told us to do. Like, this is what you should do or what our parents did to us, you know. Um, well, my mama did that, so I should do that kind of thing. And it's like, no, evolution is a thing and we can evolve from certain things. Of course, we can keep certain traditions and, you know, keep things alive when it comes to things that are just kind of like beneficial to who we are at this point in our lives. But so it's okay to evolve and it's okay to try new things um, as it relates to you as a person, you as a parent, um, because your child is not you and your child is not your parent. Your child is their own individual person um, with thoughts and feelings and aspirations and dreams and hardships and all those things. And it's our job as parents to understand those things and guide them in ways that's going to benefit that child, right? And I can only say this because I have one child. Like, I don't, I've, you know, if I had more children, I'd have to then cater to what that looked like for those children. But my time being a parent has been really great. It's been hard. Let me tell you something. This parenting, let me tell you something. If I, there's a lot of things I've done in this life that I was like, oh, that's going to be so hard. And and they were challenging, right? But being a parent has been one of the hardest things I've ever done. And a lot of second guessing, a lot of like, oh, was that the right thing to say? Should I have said that to her? Should I have, you know, um, punished her in that way? Was that too harsh? Like, you're, At least for me, constantly second guessing, like, you know, I just want to be a better parent. I want to be someone that she can come to. And she does. That's one thing I will say. My daughter comes to me and even my wife, she'll sit and talk to us and tell us all types of stuff. And I've tried to foster that type of relationship with her where she can come and talk to me about anything. Um, even down to when she started high school, right before, you know, she, well, she had finished eighth grade and it was right before she started um, her, her freshman year. We sat down, we talked with her and I, you know, I was like, listen, there are times when there might be parties, there are times where there might be just you hanging out at people's houses or whatever, and there's maybe drugs or alcohol involved. And, you know, of course, kids are going to be like, oh, no, that wouldn't be me. Or who knows, who knows what kids, but my daughter was like, no, I would never do that. But I basically told her, I was like, in the event that you get high, that you get drunk, I want you to come to me. I want you to talk to me. And I want you to call me. I will pick you up. And don't worry about you know, any type of like punishment or whatever. I want you alive. I don't, you disgracing me or whatever. No, you're being, you're actually being in this world is more important to me than you going out and, you know, deciding to have a drink or do some drugs or whatever. I want to know that you are alive and I want to be able to pick you up when that happens because with teenagers and with younger people, you know, there's only so much guidance that can be you know, done at that time when it comes to them trying to figure out how to navigate that situation. Maybe someone's too drunk and they can't get them back home to their parents or they're afraid to contact their parents or whatever. I'm like, no, call me. I wanted that to be clear with her because I was like, I don't want you to ever feel like, one, you can't come and talk to me about certain things. And, you know, I, I even told her too, I, like, I don't expect you to tell me everything, especially at this point in your life. There are certain things that you kind of want to keep to yourself and I'm okay with that, but I don't want it to be anything that's going to uh, I don't want you to keep anything away from me that's like where you're thinking about harming yourself, harming someone else, 
or you're in a position where it's going to be very risky and you won't find your way out of it. Um, and I'm not always perfect with that. Let's be serious. I mean, come on. I mean, I do my, I do my best, but I always want her to know that I'm there for her. And 16 years in, I, I, I think I've done a good job with that. Still working to be better as a parent. There's a lot of things that I do, like even down to certain ways of communicating now with her as a teenager. It's like, oh gosh, I don't know how to say that. I don't know how to address that. And meanwhile, but I've done these things with other kids that I've worked with, you know, as a practitioner and all this stuff. And even when I taught um, sex education and stuff in schools and all that, like I could, but it's, it, I find like sometimes it's a little difficult. And I think I'll, that's because I didn't have those conversations with my own mother like really had those conversations. Like we would have like one-offs where she would share with me certain things, but really sit down and talk about things and, you know, process it together. You know, that wasn't a thing. And so that's another thing I'm learning, like how to really talk with her, have these conversations around relationships and sex and in a way that's supportive and informative as opposed to me being accusatory or making her feel like, you know, sexuality or relationships at this age are bad um, because kids are going to be kids because they're going to, they want to learn, they're going to explore. And I don't want her to feel like I'm not someone that she can talk to about that. But at the same time, it's like I have to honor where she is in her conversation around that with me. So it's, it's, it's this wild dance, right, that we're playing as parents, just trying to make it all work. And um, I'm doing my best with it. I, I'm doing my best. And I, like I said, I continue to want to grow and be better in that process because every day I wake up and I, I, I always tell y'all, I do my meditations. I, you know, set my day up for success every day, every day. And my hope is to do that with my daughter um, by just showing my with my actions and how I project, how how, how I'm, you know, doing things and moving in the world, um, and like I said, it's not always perfect. Some days I'm like, yikesy, that wasn't the right move. That wasn't the right way to go about that. But I'm doing my best, and I'm so blessed to have a child, a child that is very curious, a child that is very um, eager to take on life in ways that I was like, at your age, I was not thinking about that mess. Let me tell you, I was hanging out with my friends. I just wanted to be around and, you know, party, not party, party, but I just wanted to have fun. Um, and she likes having fun, but she also has purpose. Like, it's like you can, it oozes out of her, her purpose. And, and I want that to continue in her life and to explore different things. Cause one day it could be one thing, then that, you know, goes off into the sunset and maybe she wants to pursue something else. Um, and that's how I have led my life as well. And I just want her to pursue all the things that are out there for her, that she, her wildest dreams, go for it. Don't play small. Um, and I'm learning that for myself. Don't play small. And maybe this is resonating with you too. It's like, as long as I give all that, no, go for the biggest thing. It might feel scary to even ask for those things. But go for it and see how amazing life can be by you just taking charge of your life and saying, no, I want that. I deserve that. And this is how I'm going to make it happen. 
because it's not just I want it and just sit. No, I'm, this is how I'm going to make it happen. Or I'm going to allow things to just unfold in my life and I will put in the work to make this happen. Maybe at the start, I don't know, but things will just start falling into place. But once I say, I want that, pursue those things. Dream big. Don't dream small. Go for it. It can be very, very scary. Trust me, I'm doing a lot of things now that I'm like, yikes. Very scary. But it's worth it because it's keeping me alive. And I encourage my daughter by way of my actions and by way of me guiding her to just do things to keep you alive, to feel alive. And not this mundane humdrum, gotta go to work, gotta do this. No, do things that light you up, makes you so excited to get out of bed. It's like, oh, I cannot wait to do X, Y, and Z. And this actual vacation that's in the Hamptons has, you know, awakened my family as well. We just, just the energy is great. We're having a great time. We're just really in a good space and it's it's a it's a feel good vacation and it's a well deserved vacation um and I, I would have never thought in my wildest dreams years 16 years ago let me tell you something 16 years ago and this is for real talk i just had my daughter obviously i had to move back to indiana i was living here in new york city I couldn't book an acting gig to save my life. And I, I feel like I'm about to cry. <laughs> couldn't book a gig to save my life. I didn't know what was going on. I was two steps away. Probably one, let's be serious, one step away from being evicted from my apartment. I had no money in the bank. I applied for two credit cards and I got accepted. And those two credit cards, because at that point I had made the decision, I can't, can't do this here anymore. I can't keep it up. I um, called my mom and she, she was, you know, thank God. She was like, just come home. You need to just regroup. You have this child. You don't know. I didn't have a job. I was just living, you know, I, I was getting welfare. I had food stamps. She just said, just come home because there's, there's, at this point, you just need calm and you need support. And so with those two credit cards, I rented a car. And one I rented a car with. And I did some other stuff with other credit. I can't remember. Who knows? But the point of it is I rented a van and I took all the things that I could take out of that apartment. And I went home. And I remember my best friend, I was driving off. And he was like, this is just temporary leash. It's just so you can get yourself together. You'll be back. And in my mind, I was just thinking, I don't think you understand this situation. I was so lost, y'all. And I'm here with a baby, single mom, on welfare, collecting food stamps, living off a damn credit, two credit cards, basically. (laughs) All the credit cards were also where I got gas, right? Getting gas just to get to Indiana. And I went home and thank God for my mother. She carried me through some of the darkest times of my life because I just didn't know what my purpose was at that point. And I was just like, why did I have this child? Like, what the hell? What am I going to, how am I going to provide for this child? How am I, like, what am I going to do? But I do remember even after, or even before, I should say, I made a decision to come home. 
when I had her and they brought her to my room because I had a C-section. It was a whole production. Like, it was crazy. But I remember holding her and I said to her, I was like, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure you have the best life possible. You will have everything you ever wanted. But at the time, that was just me saying it. I put it out there. And over the course of 16 years, I got accepted to a nursing school in Indiana, went to nursing school, graduated nursing school, got a job on the ICU. And I worked there for a teeny tiny bit of time. But then I got a job through a good friend of mine working in schools here in New York City. They moved me to New York City, accepted my daughter into this prestigious private school. And she's never had any other type of education besides private school training. That's through me manifesting anything I could do to have make you allow you to have the best life. I didn't realize that. Like as I'm talking about, it, it's like I'm processing. Like wow, this is it all happened in the way it was supposed to happen. She's gone to the best, the best schools in New York City. She is basically fluent in Spanish. She is a genius, and I'm not saying that lightly. She is one of the smartest people I know. She's very well rounded in so many ways. Um. I went on in the process of me getting here to New York City. Uh, in the process of me doing all this, I have a, a what I have two masters now and a doctorate in nursing, and now I'm continuing on pursuing my dreams and performing as an actor. Um, I still am, in, you know, working in the nursing field, but all the things that I've wanted to do. I've been able to do with this child. And even 16 years ago, I, I couldn't see that that was even possible, y'all. On on welfare, collecting food stamps, barely had a pot to piss in, as my mom used to say. But in the course of 16 years, I turned my life around. And I don't know if this speaks to anybody out there, but I'm telling you, if you were in a position where you may have a child or where you may be in a circumstance where it's just like you just don't feel like there's no way out of it, keep going. It's temporary. That situation is temporary. Keep going. I would, Like I said, I would have never imagined I'd be in this position. I'm in the freaking Hampton Jaw in this beautiful house with a pool. Like It's gorgeous here. I could have never imagined my life would turn out like this. And I'm, I can't wait to see what else happens in the next few years. I am just in awe. And my daughter has known nothing but the best. Nothing but the best. And I wanted to continue to know nothing but the best because we all deserve that. And I think the more that we put that out there, that we all deserve the best, just keep perpetuating, just not perpetual, keep, you know, putting that out there into the world and, and speaking that into existence. You deserve the best. You deserve the best food. You, de- you deserve the best life. You deserve the best just people in your life. You deserve the best. And if your ch- child is out there and you're wondering how you're going to make it happen, speak it into existence. I kid you not. I would have never imagined but start speaking that positivity into your life, into your children's lives, and you'll be shocked and amazed at what will happen. And so all that to say, y'all, I am just so happy that she has 
she is thriving in ways that I would, like I said, I could have never imagined. And I am excited to see what else will happen in her life because she's such an amazing person, just all around, just a great person. Happy birthday, Amaris. I love you more than you'll ever know. I can't imagine my life without you. And here's to all the wonderful things that life has to offer to you. Always go forward in loving kindness, being humble, and knowing that you are loved. You are loved by so many people, not just me. My family, like I said, they flew here to New York just to celebrate with her her 16th birthday and obviously to be at, you know, here in the Hamptons and have this wonderful vacation. But there's so much love here and I'm just blessed to have the family that I do have. And I'm blessed to have a 16-year-old child named Amaris Christian. I love you, mommy. All right, y'all, I'm gonna get off this phone because we're having our barbecue soon. So I'm gonna go down and celebrate with my daughter and everyone else. And I'll see y'all next week. Love you. Bye. For tuning in to this week's car confessions on the Udemy podcast. Please rate and review the show. Subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. And share this particular episode with someone you love. I love y'all and keep on keeping on. I love you. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.